Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? Yo, AJ. Today hey. we are talking about The Incredibles 2, directed by Brad Bird, starring the voices of Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Vowell, and more. That's Holly Hunter? It is. She has a very unique voice. She's good. Yep. AJ, what is, uh, I know you have an affinity for Incredibles, so what, huge, what is this one about? Yeah, Bob Parr, aka Mr. Incredible, is left to care for the kids while Helen, Elastigirl, is out saving the world. Mm-hmm. Bill, yep. should I go see it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun time at the movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm ex- I haven't made a, made the uh, old skip and hop over to the movie theater, but I'm, a, I'm excited to see this one. Yeah. Pick, uh, Incredibles 1, before we get into Incredibles 2, is... Top tier Pixar for me. I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you there. Really? I'd, I'd say it's mid range. Wow. Mid range. Cool, Bill. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> it's what about it? See, for me, I saw Incredibles one. I think once, maybe twice. I don't really remember that much about it. Like I remember enjoying it while I was watching it, mm. but not much stuck with me. So, what is it about this series that like connects with you? So it's a weird. It's like a weird thing. It has like this feeling of like being very nostalgic and old, but mm. very futuristic at the same time. Yeah. Like the same way I feel about like Fallout or like Batman, the animated series. Like it has like this mm. cool like vibe to it that's extremely retro and art deco, but like kind of futuristic futurism built into it, which I so fucking dig. Yeah. And the first one, yeah, it's not like, I feel like The Incredibles 1 was like the first Pixar movie that was like, holy shit, like this is, has some depth to it. Mm. It's not like a, Toy Story where it's like a kid in his toys. Like, that's kind of cool. But like, I had a family, you know? Like, people died. <laughs> Spoilers. Come on. The movie came out two decades <laughs> 14 ago. 14 years ago. It was 14 years? I'm pretty sure that was the, yeah, the, so, the wait between that movie and Let's fast movie. forward yeah. 14 years. Do you think that they did it justice in a sequel? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it, t- it picks up right where the last one left off. So they, at the end of the first film, we, the audience find out that Jack-Jack, the, the baby, has powers. Crazy uh, powers. And then in this film, the family discovers it as well. Uh, superheroes are illegal in this one. I don't remember if that happened at the end of the last one or not. Or if yeah, they, they were in like hiding. Yes. So that is the, the, the intro to this movie is that superheroes are still illegal. And there's this futuristic tech company run by somebody who grew up with a father who worshiped heroes uh, and so now the son taking over the company wants to sort of follow in that image mm. and help heroes have the publicity and the tools they need to change the law and get mm. public opinion on their side. So that's sort of the setup. And they want Elastigirl uh, to be like the to image, to be the person. Huh. Uh, so they want Holly Hunter to do it because she has the best track record of the other heroes. And so it's really her movie. And then it, they cut back to home life, where, like you said in the intro. Bob, Mr. Incredible, has to stay home with the kids. So there's the, like, the... They don't go too stereotypical with, like, the gender role reversals and but all that stuff. But they kind of play on But it. there's some yeah. fun stuff about just being a parent in general, not yeah. necessarily gender stay specific. Stay home dad or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They do have, keep the great art direction, the art deco style, the oh, 60s, yeah. like, spy movie soundtrack. Uh, top-notch voice acting kind of goes without saying. Sure. The only downside of this one is the only weakness is literally the main plot. So that's that storyline of Elastigirl with that company. You're not it's feeling it? It's the most predictable story ever. If you've ever seen a movie, you'll know what's going on. It's 
dull. It's overlong. It drags the movie down whenever they cut to it. The only thing it does well is it creates the avenue to show action scenes and the action scenes are top notch. Great. Yeah. Uh, just incredible pun intended. And whenever they cut, <laughs> I had to, I had to, no, you didn't. whenever they cut, <laughs> whenever they cut back to the family stuff, it becomes almost like a sitcom with the kids and the father and it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. And then they cut back to her main storyline. It's kind of blah. So that's the only downside, but otherwise I, I really just sat and enjoyed the entire thing. So if it, what, if it isn't top tier Pixar, then why did they give it a sequel? You know what I mean? They got to choose not to give it a sequel. Uh, I mean, you'd have to ask that. I don't, I, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, so, I mean, the, like, so let me explain the reason why I, I like this series, but I don't like love this series. Mm. The reason it's mid range for me when I think of Pixar, yeah, I think of like moments like certain moments that stand out to me. Okay. Like the first 50 minutes of Up or the first third of Wally. Yeah. Or like the critic talking about criticism at the end of Ratatouille. Or like the end of Inside Out when you realize like the necessity of sadness in life and how it plays a role. Like there are certain like things in Pixar movies that just stick into your heart and your head. And there's just nothing from either of these incredible movies that reach that level. You know what? Normally I would fight you. Because that's what I do here. That's like sure. my job. Yeah, no. It's like chief antagonist. Yep. That was probably one of the best rebuttals that I've ever heard from like a critic movie thing. So I'm going to actually let you have that one. Hey, thanks. Hey, you're welcome. So that's why it doesn't hit that, that peak. Makes but sense. That no, being said, I'll give it that being you. said, and while you're watching it, incredibly enjoyable. Was it weird when like everyone was like, oh, like the, to the seat next to you, like, oh, is like your kid in the bathroom? Is that taken? Because you're like surrounded by a bunch of like eight and 12 year olds in the movie theater. Uh, no, I probably shouldn't have worn a trench coat. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't. That was that was an error. That was just, I just, that was just bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always cold in theaters. I didn't, that was poor planning. Uh, <laughs> oh, another thing is that if you are going to this movie and you have a potential for, uh, if you're, what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? If you are susceptible to uh, epileptic seizures or- The or fuck epilepsy, did this turn? <laughs> if you have epilepsy, uh, the first, they don't, depending on the theater, they might not post a warning. They're trying to get everybody to post warnings because the first week or two this movie was out, there were no warnings. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. There should be an epileptic warning at the beginning of the film. Like a video game? Yeah, exactly. Like when you start a video game. There are there's what the fuck a couple sequences in the movie with like vivid flashing lights. <laughs> like I'm talking intense light flashing <laughs> in your face. I, I shouldn't be laughing, but I find this like really So there's no it doesn't roll it doesn't roll on the reel, but they they're printing like comic sans on the door. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like papyrus. Like, yeah. They're pretty, like <laughs> when you get your ticket ripped, you're probably going to see a printout that says no shit. epilepsy warning. Well, you they know, they didn't what? put it in the movie or in the opening credits. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> Fucking Darwinism. Is that what we're going for on this? Whatever. So, yeah, that was. Uh, if you die watching The Incredibles 2, then, like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I saw it Thursday night before open, so I had no warning and I'm watching it. And I'm, I had luckily have no <laughs> issue you're not, with that. You're epileptic but I was free? sitting there going, like, oh my God, this could be a problem for people. Really? And then sure it's enough, that bad? Oh, it's, yeah, yes. You're not fucking yes. with me? No, not at all. Oh, interesting. Did you see the 3D? Day. No. I wonder 3D. if it's worse in 3D. Oh, good question. Maybe it's like the know. lights penetrating your soul. <laughs> like you, you took ayahuasca or something. <laughs> it just goes right through oh your retina. Oh my God. <laughs> right in your, right in your <laughs> cortex. 
<laughs> Where we're going, we won't need roads. Uh, yeah, so something of huh. note. No shit. Oh, okay. No, it's good. It's a good movie. Uh, if you enjoy the other one, if you enjoy Pixar in general, if you're just looking for just like a fun adventure, uh, it's definitely worth a shot. It's a little bit longer than I think uh, most of the Pixar movies. I think it's a solid two hours, if I remember correctly. Jeez, or just, a, or maybe just under. Runtime. No, it's, yeah, it's two hours. So wow. it is a little bit longer than maybe a typical quote unquote kids movie, but I enjoyed it, uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited to uh, see this one and uh, good take. And uh, I appreciate your opinion, Bill. And I yours, AJ, uh, thanks, and Bill. I yours. And we'd love to hear your opinions. Uh, go ahead and comment on the Instagram account at should I go see it. Uh,